Welcome to our podcast on A Course in Miracles, and we're continuing our review number five, and this is lesson 176. God is but love, and therefore so am I. Give me your blessing, Holy Son of God. God is but love, and therefore so am I. I am as God created me. God is but love, and therefore so am I. We have uh, Kira Longman still here with us, and she's uh, gracing us with her presence uh, for a few days, and uh, we're blessing her, and she's blessing us. Right. So I think this is a really good lesson. Give me your blessing, Holy Son of God. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you. I'm just reviewing in this lesson... Um, It says, one brother is all brothers. Every mind contains all minds, for every mind is one. Such is the truth. Yet do these thoughts make clear the meaning of creation? Do these words bring perfect clarity with them to you? What can they seem to be but empty sounds? Pretty, perhaps, correct in sentiment, yet fundamentally not understood nor understandable. The mind that taught itself to think specifically can no longer grasp abstraction in the sense that it is all-encompassing. We need to see a little that we learn a lot. Well, one brother is all brothers. Yeah, it's like we, we all would like to have that kind of holy vision, but usually we're pretty self-centered, aren't we? We're preoccupied with our own, our own thing. It goes on to say, um, who sees a brother as a body sees him as fear's symbol, and he will attack because what he beholds in his own fear, external to himself, poised to attack and howling to unite with him again. Mistake not the intensity of rage projected fear must spawn. It shrieks in wrath and claws the air in frantic hope it can reach to its maker and devour him. What does that mean, projected fear must spawn? What's that word spawn? I don't understand that. Uh, give, give birth to. Oh, okay. So, projected fear spawns what? Uh, attack. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the themes the the Course is always trying to get us to see is that we're not a body, we're not a personality. I mean, we made, we made up a personality, but um, it distinguishes between the self God created and the self we made up as a personality. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, a lot of the things where it's trying to give us a different vision or Christ's vision uh, you have to see it from the standpoint of the self God created, not the self we made up. So, so I think that's what this is getting to. Um, well, and then it's interesting, this lesson also does that thing where you take a brother, or you take an example of a person that you don't like very well, 
and you send them blessings. Um, you know, it says, uh, select a brother, the symbol of the rest, and ask salvation of him. See him first clearly as you can in the same form to which you are accustomed. See his face, his hands, his feet, his clothing. Watch him smile. See the familiar gestures which he makes so frequently. Then think of this. What you are seeing now conceals from you the sight of one who can forgive you all your sins, whose sacred hands can take away the nails which pierce your own and lift the crown of thorns which you have placed upon your bleeding head. Ask this of him that he may set you free. Give me your blessing, holy Son of God. I would behold you with the eyes of Christ and see my perfect sinlessness in you. Yeah, well, what do you think of that? That's perfect for me right now. What's that? Perfect for me with um, forgiving Reverend Dodd. Okay. Yeah, so I have to see the perfection in the situation. Yeah, and oh. we have to keep yeah. forgiving our neighbor, and he has been better since we've been doing that, but yeah. it still comes up. And, um, yeah. Yeah, I think this thing of Christ's vision. Um, it often asks you to take a person who kind of activates you or plugs you in and that's the very person who's your uh, savior or let's see the person that you need to bring the Course of Miracles into application like if you're not if you're not applying it to those quote-unquote difficult people um, then you're not really applying the course. So I think that, um, you know, we don't, we don't often want to hear that, but uh, that's kind of what it's getting us to. And, you know, it's interesting that this uh, blessing, like sending blessings, Yeah, sending a blessing and then selecting this person that you have the most stuffed it with, you know, you know, it's like it couldn't get more in your face than that, you know. And you can't say bless your heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so the course, uh, you know, I remember Haleakala saying, "Ho'oponopono" is not for the faint of heart, mm -hmm. and the course in miracles is not for the faint of heart. I mean, you you really need to. Uh, be committed to a process with it because it is a process you know and it is going to ask you to do things that you don't want to do you know and so are we going to stick with it or are we going to just a lot of people just say ah it was too hard or or they make it wrong and say oh I couldn't understand it it's written in such a, a you know uh, complicated language you know you hear that a lot oh it's complicated language but I think what it really is it's none of those what it really is is it confronts our ego and our ego doesn't want to be confronted so so then if it asks you to pick the person that you have all these grievances towards 
and and drop all the grievances and see them in this light of the Christ. I, I mean, that's pretty um, revolutionary uh, thing, isn't it? I, I mean, who asked you to do that? I mean, you could go, you could be a churchgoer, you know, and go to Sunday school every week and nobody would ever ask you to do that. You know, they just give you some kind of blah, blah, blah about something from the Bible and and then you'd go on your way. But the Course in Miracles is like totally proactive. It like it gets in your head and it it sort of tells you what you're thinking, which is true. I mean, you know, all these grievances we have towards ourselves and towards everyone else, and it sort of puts your face right in there. And so you can't really deny uh, kind of the, the workings of your mind, you know? And then it says, well, that's the ego you made up. And there's this other thing called Christ's vision. And the whole course is trying to get you out of the mind you made up into the mind of the Christ. You know, so. So, can you read the two lessons again that we're? Yeah. Well, the two lessons are: "Give me your blessing, Holy Son of God," which is what some of these passages I just read from that lesson. And then the second one is: "I am as God created me." Mm. And that's an interesting lesson because it's only one uh, repeated three times in the course. It's uh, lesson 193, uh, 110, and 162. Um, yeah, and then it says, This thought, I am as God created me, held firmly in the mind, would save the world. From time to time we will repeat it as we reach another stage of learning. It will mean far more to you as you advance. These words are sacred, for they are the words of God. Gave the, they are the words God gave in answer to the world you made. By them, the world you made disappears, and all things seen within its misty clouds and vaporous illusions vanish, as these words are spoken, for they come from God. I am as God created me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean that's kind of a simple statement, and you could ask, well, what's so miraculous about that? What? Well, one thing that particular lesson is such a healing for your personal lie when you uh, think you're not good enough, or you're wrong, or you're bad, or you're weak, or you're guilty, whatever huh. your personal lie is. I mean, that lesson is like the healing of the personal lie because God did not create you with that thought. So that's why I like to give people that lesson for the healing of their personal life. Yeah, it's in our, we have this little undo, redo process, you know, where, and that's one of them. I am as God created Mm -hmm. me. Yeah, because certainly God didn't go around creating flawed entities, you know, and we, we tend to see ourselves through the filter of our flaws mm-hmm. and and this kind of straightens us out you know it it sort of straightens out our crooked view of ourselves here is the word by which the sun became 
his father's happiness, his love, and his completion. Here creation is proclaimed and honored as it is. There is no dream these words will not dispel, no thought of sin nor illusion which the dream contains that will not fade away before their might. They are the trumpet of awakening that sounds around the world. The dead awake in answer to its call, and those who live and hear this sound will never look on death. That's pretty powerful. Will never look on death. Well, what I mean when it says uh, "I am as God created me," what do you what do you think that means? I mean, what I what, mean, what comes to you when uh, you say that well, "I am God as God created, created me"? You. Perfect. So I am that, and uh, any negative thought I have about myself is not real. God created me to be like Him, so I am that always. And so when I forget and I think I'm weak or I'm stupid or whatever that's wrong and so I am as God created me is I think the one of the main lessons of the course no wonder it's repeated a couple times mm-hmm. yeah well I think you also have to see um, yeah, this I am spirit you know that's lesson 97 I am spirit I am as God created me, then it says, I am spirit. And spirit, it says in the text, is in a state of grace forever. And my reality is only spirit. Therefore, I am in a state of grace forever. So, so I think where, where it falls down and where we don't apply the course is when we get so preoccupied with our daily life and our personalities and all the things we have to do and you know it's complicated living in this world right or it seems that way at least and we have all this you know whole like um dance of our existence that that is a lot to deal with (laughs) and then this thing says well I am as God created me and the course is trying to say well you're not your personality you're the Christ consciousness and you are spirit and and none of that none of that complication um is in 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 that statement you know it's like your personality yes you have it and you have the things you have to do in the world but then there's this other I am as God created me where you step out of that whole complex of definition and you're into this realm of something that you can't even define like what what like if I said to you your spirit what would you say to me is the first quality of that? Unlimited. If I said to you, your spirit. Unlimited. You're innocent. Okay. No, I said unlimited. Unlimited. Okay. Innocent. Innocent, unlimited. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. Always, like, 
I, I think, you know, like failure doesn't exist in, in that world. Um, you know, comparisons and uh, you're good enough, you know. So all the limitations that we have in seeing ourselves as a body and a personality, all that kind of drops away and then we're this thing that's not even physical. So how could something that's not physical die? You know, because it does say there, it says, um, yeah, um, the trumpet of awakening that sounds around the world, the dead awake in answer to its call, and those who live and hear this sound will never look on death. So, I mean, that's also a, a lesson of immortality, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, when you really get the what the Course is trying to tell us, it it it's consistent with immortality. Okay, very good. Anything else? That covers it. Well, what would you have to say about those two lessons? I would say they're really important to read every day to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. All right. God is but love, and therefore so am I. Give me your blessing, holy son of God. God is but love, and therefore so am I. I am as God created me. God is but love, and therefore so am I. Okay.